1: Politics determines how much of our desired society we experience. I assure you that we shall do even better. I assure you I will secure the country. Immediately this government came, they took measures, things improved, but it didn't last long and it wasn't sustained. And what has happened thereafter is that things have deteriorated to a level that was inconceivable. From every corner of the world, we bring politics, oppressions right to your comfort zone, home and abroad. Would keep you abreast of everything that relates to decision making and more. The solution is basically that those who are presently in government must listen. They must listen to citizens. They must listen to experts. There is no point in this arrogance. Join the impeccable duo of Bonsak Fanap and Obeyemi Akiyode on Nigeria at sunset Mondays through Fridays, 5 to 6 p.m. on J 101.99 FM. <laughs>
2: Hello there very good evening to you and welcome to the program nigeria at sunset on g101.9 here in jaws my name is pon What and i want a pleasant uh evening today is the 12th of january 2022 Well what can we say uh, we're full of thanks uh for the many blessings uh, of course that we have and that we have to give as well yeah well um i'd like to start by commending the nigerian police uh, Nigerian police, especially Plateau State Command, under the uh, leadership of the Commissioner for Police here in Plato State for doing, uh, what I'll say, a yeoman job. If you'd ask me, uh, that is C.P. Batlomi N. Onyeka, P.S.C. Plus, uh, today was his maiden press briefing for uh, this year the Commissioner's Office here in the Plateau State Command arresting criminals, people that have been disrupting the peace and security tranquility of a beautiful, beautiful uh, city. Uh, uh, well, I, I, I pray you wisdom, Mr. Commissioner, and I pray that God will give you uh, wisdom to, be, uh, to fish out these uh, evildoers. Also calling on the government to support uh, you, of course, and your able-bodied men uh, that are serving here and plan State with you. So today, the culprit, the suspect that murdered the innocent Miss Jennifer uh, was paraded. And shockingly, I was there, very handsome young chap, 20 year old. You know, today I was just asking some friends, I said, when you, when, you know, I, I can't remember what I was doing when I was uh, 20. I, I really cannot remember, uh, you know, what I was doing, you know, with my life because I, well, that wasn't personal, no, but. 20 if you were 20 What in the world will give you that thought of you know going after someone, murdering them, even plucking their eyes off? What 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 will give you that idea? I mean, just think about it. And his sister, it's like uh the family is a very let me be very harsh, you know, on the family because I learned that the sister is is on the rampage on the internet right now, threatening bloggers and journalists uh, for reporting the story. The father very embarrassing and something. Uh, tomorrow, I promise, I'm going to uh, play the audio recording. You're going to hear what the father said. Uh, the father said that he's under influence. Uh, he's uh, been acting strange. And the father's an architect. If you know who an architect you know is, they are the elite because they design cities. Uh, the design or you know, the interaction between uh, man and space. And he said that his uh, his son you know, has been acting weird since November of last month. But he didn't report. He didn't take the son to seek psychiatric help or psychological help. And he said that the son did it because he was under influence. I say, you know, it was in utter shock that I heard that. I said here's a family your son has done something very horrible to a family that they may never get out of it they send their daughter to school the daughter fell in love and her lover you know uh, dealt with her mercilessly even killing her plugging her eyes and you say that auto rubbish about you know uh, trying to create excuse for your son Instead of apologizing and seeking the forgiveness of the public and seeking the forgiveness of, you know, the family of, you know, the the uh, late Miss Jennifer, you are trying to make excuse. That is the height of irresponsibility, and it shows that perhaps the father has failed in his parenting. I have to be harsh, you know, because I can't imagine what the family of late Miss, you know, Jennifer is going through. Her mother, her father, her brother, you know, her family members sent her to school. Uh, at the end of the day to get a degree and there's not even hope of getting like a good job after school and her lover will pluck her eyes out killing her and you're coming to tell the public that you know no he was the drug you know he's been acting weird and think that is a very stupid you know I'm sorry to use that word but you know I'm I'm so angry I'm so you know uh, mad at the statement of uh, the dad uh, today It was it was a very irresponsible statement to make The most humane thing, courtesy, you know, that's one thing I learned from home, courtesy, is for you to say, I accept the full responsibility of, you know, uh, my son, Action, and he's an adult, he should face the music, but as a father, seek the forgiveness of the uh, late Miss Jennifer's, uh, you know, from her family, seek their forgiveness. Instead of trying to complicate things to say that your son has a psychiatric, you know, problem and things like that. Anyway, I'm, go- I'm going to live at that. And to those who always blame uh, the girl saying that is a uh, unreasonable and irrational thing to say. If you blame, you know, uh, the deceased, then you are irrational. Uh, you are a low thinking human being. Because if the daughter, if Miss let Miss Jennifer knows that she's going to this, how her life will end with her supposed lover? Nothing will take her, you know. We even, you know, make her to look, you know, at her, Mr. Moses, the suspected culprit. I think there are society we should, we need to do better, especially uh, parenting. If you think that you know getting married is going to add status to you, because. Uh, you're of age and want to get married. I think that you need to probe your intention. If your intention is right, if your intention is you know correct and is loving, is going to add meaning and beauty to society uh, by getting married, then you should get married. But if you know that uh, you are not going to do a good job at raising children, you're not going to be first loving to your wife, you know, that I don't think that you should even contemplate getting married. There's honor and dignity even in uh, living as a single person. Uh, But for the sister of uh, uh, the suspected culprit, you know, threatening journalists that they shouldn't, you know, uh, well, I think that, you know, it shows that maybe there's a family value. Nobody from the family of uh, Mr. Moses Oko has come out to say, please, forgive, you know, my family who have hurt the feelings of, you know, late Miss Jennifer. Anybody who hears this story, you know, is hurt, is pained. So the father is giving an excuse, saying that he's drugs. Uh, the son, the suspected culprit, is saying that, no, uh, is the devil. That, you know, it's the devil. And the, uh, his sister is saying that if you publish this story, y- you can see a pattern, you know, in the family. Nobody is seeking for forgiveness. As if what uh, Mr. Moses Oko has done is correct. Uh, that is, if the court pronounce him, because he's a suspect right now. As a society, we should do better. We should do better, you know. Uh, We should do better. We should be humane. There's virtue, uh, and there's a blessing, huge blessing, uh, because we're all seeking for healing. If you think about Mr. Moses Oko, the suspected culprit, think about the family of Jennifer, that they're expecting their daughter to come with a degree, you know, for her to get a job and support herself. We should think we should do better as human beings. My guest is Vafon. Uh, we're going to talk about a lot of interesting issues. Uh, INAG Biden will, have, will open the CVR portal for you to get uh, registered uh, if you want to vote in the next election. If you are born in the year 2002, you're going to be 20 years this year. So perhaps this year will be the first year for you to vote. What are some of the priorities that you're looking out for? Are uh, you know, the person that you're going to vote? I'm going to play this insert from Chief Body Judge, a stalwart of the People's Democratic Party, PDP, uh, saying that, you know, TNB is allowed to contest, but they are ready as a party to bring, you know, a defense against any doubt da- that uh, the uh, Ashwaju, you know, will bring. Stay here.
1: I want to clear one area of uh, uh, discussion. There is nothing personal on this issue. Well, he has every right to throw up his hat into the ring to compete. But what I am saying, and it is not a dogfight, this is a matter of life and death for our nation. We cannot continue to drift. Yes, he has a right, legitimately, to say he wants to throw his hat into the ring, and he has declared. Now, but Nigerians must be, we have to be very careful. We have to be extremely careful. I'm happy halfway house, the president in his bill saying now will, there will be electronic transfer of uh, results to the coalition center in Abuja makes a lot of difference. But the most important part of it, that is direct primaries, that will remove the control of primaries from godfathers, is still there. In a civilized society, democracy is so vitally so important. Whatever it takes, whatever we will need to make it succeed, we must do. So I I, I disagree with their party from uh, this issue of uh, 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 indirect or direct primaries. I support direct primaries because we had done it in this country before. What that's like option A for. Now, having said that, I want to plead with Nigeria because the most important thing is that we must not be lethargic. We must not shy away. If you put a garbage into a computer, what will be the outcome? Garbage. So, please, this is the time we must come out in millions and be very, very, very conscious that it is the safety of this country, the future of this country that must give kuru's a life on the, 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 uh, the younger generation. Because right now, it's a state of hopelessness and a state of helplessness. What is the future for this young generation? And even some of us who are over 70. So for him to say he wants to contest, and the most annoying part of it was, the, was what he said, that he had been a kingmaker all his life. And now, he himself wants to be king. Let me remind him, because the Yoruba man, in my part of the world, kingmakers are called Afobajek. Afobajek hijoba. When you are a kingmaker, you don't throw yourself and say, it's now your turn. (laughs) So, by saying that publicly, that, oh, I I, I am a kingmaker. I've been, uh, now I want to be king. Fallacies. Fallacies. And we must... Anybody who throws his heart in the ring, it is our responsibility to challenge them, to extract them, is he, what, what, what kind of character is he? Is he reliable? Is he dependable? Is he honest? Would he be the, the kind of person who will appropriate the resources of this country to himself? Because when you come out to, to to the people, to the electorate, to campaign, all you are saying is trust me, that I will manage the resources of this country for the betterment of the people, but not not managing for the betterment of yourself, your wife, your children. No, no. And so, if you look at his past, all he had done is he worth even. Throwing tantrums all over the place that, yes, I am ready. I want to be president of Nigeria. It's an insult on us. And my party will be quite ready. It will not be a dogfight. We will center ourselves on justice. We will center ourselves on fairness. We will center ourselves on equity. Let them come out. We must not shy from telling the truth.
2: Well, glad he's still here. The program is Nigeria at Sunset on J101.9 uh, FM here in Uh That was the voice of uh, Chieftain of the PDP, Chief Body George, uh, while well, saying, you know, it's like they have a competition between him and Ashwajibola Akmatinabu. Uh, well, that is, you know, there. my guess is via phone. We're going to talk about a lot of things. Uh, But I think the heart of our conversation tonight is going to be about the uh, Electoral Act Amendment bill that the president has uh, sent back. You know, the president is delaying uh, to sign. And there are a lot of, you know, interesting clauses uh, there. So via phone, I have Comrade Efosa Aigbe. Happy New Year to you. And thank you very much for your time, sir.
3: Bye. And thank you for having me again today. Happy New Year to you and Happy New Year to
2: everyone out there, Yeah, well, I think let's go straight into uh, let's have an icebreaker of the conversation. Last year, uh, the IMF has predicted that this year Nigeria will have low purchasing power. There'll be uh, increase in inflation. Uh, there'll be food shortages. Of course, we saw uh, how the Christmas period was. Uh, chicken was sell sold at as high as even 10,000 naira. I don't know uh, where you're from, you know, how much, you know, people bought. But talk to us about the economic policies of the president. Number one, when he came on board 2015, there was a ban on Forex. Uh, number two, the border closure. Uh, and again, when the border, uh, border was closed, insecurity skyrocketed, you know. Uh, lot of you know banditry, uh, Boko Haram, uh, the herdsmen, uh, the clash in the farming community. Talk to us about you know that before we uh, talk about the heart of the matter, sir. Oh, okay. I I think that okay.
3: So so start with uh, we didn't buy a chicken as much as you know 10,000, But I think there were days. Uh, I think on the Christmas day itself, you got up to that amount. Uh, eve of Christmas, I think we're around 7,000, 8,000 so, Uh, maybe we have a lot of poultry farmers around those perhaps. Yeah. Uh, but that's, uh, well, so I, I think that, uh, um, the inflationary trends in
0: the country has, uh, been, uh, of a
3: huge uh, concern to every, uh, descendant person. Uh, we're beginning to see some changes anyway. Uh price of gas is beginning to trend downward, and the number of. But we must look at the reality of our state. Now, the first point is given the kind of uh, clashes and the fear that was prevalent from 2020 to 20, mostly 2021 with the crisis with security for our farmers and all of that, but it's middle best down in the south and all of that would agree that outputs in the farms are going to be impacted. Now, we might not have it directed last year, but we are going to feel that impact this year. So that that's a given, all right? Now, of course we knew also that we have a tradition in this part of the world where during the Christmas period, no matter how bad or good economy, is, people call it season. So uh, the propensity for prices to go high, uh, given inflationary trend that was already in the system, hmm. is there. So, um, uh, so I, I would uh, be a little bit confused. So I want to do that from a uh, statistical point. I would want to look at the festive season as an outlier, right? And now that we're beginning to come back to the normalcy, then maybe I can look at how the trend goes again. Yeah. Of course, there are things that have exceeded the, that uh, festive uh, period and all of that. But we, we must look at all of these from... Uh, Took a total perspective of what is and what has not been. Now, again, coming back to, uh, pulling it back to the points you made about closed borders and all of that, I think that uh, some of the decisions that have been made, not every decision that has been made economically has been a poor decision, actually. Perhaps in implementations, maybe there were some challenges, uh, but we must agree to some extent on some points here. And that's one. If your market is being flooded by other people using, uh, the, the the free trade or the open borders you have with your neighboring West African countries or your country is not being used as a place where they don't they, 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 they get all the uh, trade uh, revenues, okay, of those coming into their country and they bring it freely into your country whether legally or illegally you have to do something about it so I, I think that more of the challenge has been uh, taking those decisions not just from a micro-perspective, but looking at it from an end-to-end perspective. I, mean, I don't want to shut my borders. How will it affect me in ABC? What are my buffers? How am I prepared the economy to deal with that shock? Are you getting my point? So I think it is the totality of those actions, so taking them halfway through and not going full up that has been some of the pains of some of those economical decisions. But have we said we, we should be? No, we have not. Clearly, truly, that's the case. Uh, but however, we must also look at the trends from the global down to the place. Now, we understand that with uh, COVID, we had an economic challenge across the world. Nigeria is not an isolated nation, so we're going to be affected. Given that we're coming from several. Situation of recession already, we are even in a worse place. So, what is happening now is a recovery place. And uh, for me, I am particularly awed by the National Development Plan 2021 to 2023 that yeah. the federal government has released
0: recently.
2: Yeah. For
3: me, now, uh, I, 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 my, my prayer is that we don't put in no
2: more. Yeah, comrade, Fosa, but do you, in all honesty, uh, mm-hmm. is okay? with the National Development Plan. I recall that, you know, when Bill Gates came, the Economic Recovery Growth uh, Plan of the federal government, Bill Gates urged the federal government to invest uh, more in education and health care. But, you know, with this National Development Plan, and, of course, the intention of the Buari administration is to leave 100 million Nigerians out of poverty, but it's like reverses the case. The World Poverty Index, uh, even the IMF, and reputable organization uh, internationally have said that uh, we have more, and Nigeria is the capital of uh the poor people in the world. Okay, so here is the thing.
3: Um, when it comes to statistics, sometimes, especially statistics that uh, uh, is arguable depending on who is saying and who is looking at it, right? My first key point is, Are we suffering in Nigeria? Yes, our economy is not where it should be, we are, we are in a bad place, all right? So that's a given now question is if I can lift 35 million people out of poverty and you say you have 100 million people or 80 million as it is argued in some quarters, right? Mm. Whatever the numbers are, you say you are lifting 35 million. The question is can you actualize it? If you can actualize it, I'm good. If I have zero and nothing, zero is a number, nothing is nothing, right? So we must look at the intentionality of this plan and what it stands for. Now, Bill Gates gave his point about human resource development. Develop your human resource, and it's heavy on the national development plan. Yes, the national development plan. Of course, what you keep seeing is people telling the huge numbers that we need to invest in infrastructure, which is important. You need that infrastructure to run even the human development capital that you are talking about. But then we must begin to ask ourselves the question of this government is ending next year, so they have about say fifteen months or less than that. 12 really, to drive a part of this 2021 to 20, so it's the 2021 to 2025 plan. The question, dearby after now is, this plan is a process of both the public and private sector. So there was a huge private sector drive. Peter uh, um, uh, 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 at, at Atesade was in, uh, leading as uh, 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 assistant to the finance minister, and... There was a huge input in that report or the plan that it's actually forward-looking, right? Yeah. But the question is, will it be again a case of a new government comes in 2023 and we ship it outside?
2: Yeah. Right?
3: Because we have had several plans over the time. We have had the vision 2020, we had the, the 2010 uh, goals, we had even the 2,000 goals, okay, housing for all by the year 2,000, this for all by the year 2,000. So the question again is, as good a plan that that is, are we going to run through, independent of even in government?
2: Hello. I'm um, here. Yes. Okay, well, that is a great question. Uh, okay, let, let's talk about the Electoral Act Amendment bill that the president, you know, is uh, drag-footing uh, to sign. Will the PIB at the time, you know, he accepted it, signed it, and sent observation to the National Assembly to effect correction uh, so that it could be gazetted. Will you have suggested the president should treat the Electoral Act Amendment bill the same way he did with the uh, Petroleum Industry Act right now? Um... I will answer a yes and
3: a no. A yes, because you want to keep a precedence, right? Yeah. They no, because in politics, every action and inaction has a value and meaning, mm. right? Yeah. And, and we need to be frank with ourselves. It is politics time. People will play advantage to themselves, to what they represent, and whatever interests that they have
2: yeah but if you say that it shows that the political class perhaps don't have the best interests of our country yeah, but, but, and solidifying democracy in our to, country
3: yeah but, but, but this is the fact we need to tell ourselves the singular truth we are told that statesmen think about the future but politicians think about the next election but that's what we are dealing with from every sector, those coming into the political space those already in the political space this is all about the next election for them Of course, they will masquerade it as having a best interest at heart. Of course, they will masquerade it and make us understand that uh, uh, the person not signing is for or against them. I always tell people that I look at what is on the table. What is on the table? The president says you are are, uh, shrieking the space by uh, saying we are sticking to only direct primaries, right? Mm. The president was a product of direct primaries for his 2019 presidential election cycle. Now, again and again, even in his party, they have also pursued the direct primaries. In Anambra state, they pursued direct primaries, even though uh, Mugalu got to the court and the court has ruled against the party because for them the, there was no primaries in the APC, right? Now, here is the critical point we must look at. What do the Nigerian people want really for themselves? Let's ask a simple question. How many Nigerians genuinely are members of political parties? Because this is the first key point that we are not even looking at. How many of us are genuinely members of political parties? Are we still standing out and waiting for the parties to throw up a A and B to us and we start complaining all over the place and we are choosing between the devil and the deep blue sea? and complain about, because until we are involved in party democracy, party politics, we will, whatever the parties throw up to us is what we are going to choose from. We already know that we don't have the kind of alternative other parties that can challenge the the, the government at the center, or even in the state. So more or less, we have like two parties. We keep hearing about mega parties, but we don't see the kind of zest. Today they release a public statement, and some of the people that are supposed to be signed up on this say, I was not consulted. Mm. I do not agree with them. Are you getting my point? So the mm. left, or the third side of this whole arrangement, doesn't seem to be able to have, uh, uh, organize themselves in the manner and way that they should. Now, here's the thing, sir. How would it be that when some few Nigerians are actually the ones involved in party politics, that it is enough for us to all of a sudden say that we cannot sign off on an electoral bill. That's why I told you I can say yes and I can say no, right? Yeah. We cannot sign off on an electoral bill when it's just a small percentage of Nigerians that actually involved in party politics. How many members do the APC have today, even going by their last uh, 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 revalidation of membership they did? So for that number, you are stopping Nigerians. So, so that's the question we need to ask. That's the yes part. Sign it, you can take whatever were your issues back to the National Assembly. But let's look at the no part. The no part says, this is right. you shouldn't close out the, the space. And there are very points, like the President says said, again, there's a top part to it. Mm. You know, civil society has come up, like Yaga, they have come up with the point that there are probably about 11 or 12 uh, infractions and errors in that electoral deal, that if the president even signed it, they would create more problems, especially when people go into litigations. Because you know where I should use, I, I, this language is not clear whether it's a shah or may, mm. it becomes a problem. Because you are giving room for somebody to play around the same law that you have actually proposed, that the spirit of the law says shall, you are using a may. Are you getting the point I'm saying? Yes. So we have other infractions and errors in the same act. So, frankly, from a political perspective, I would tell you a big no. Let's get a system where the political parties are free. That's not our problem. If the president has not objected in his data to electronic transmission of results, voila. why should we be shouting? That's where the populace would even be more interested because we have refused to get involved in the party politics. So why are we trying to cry foul? If that's the reason Mr. President is giving... Me, the National Assembly should make the amendment they say they want, leave the system open for the national the political parties to choose what they want, where they want to defer to. What we want in our primaries process is a process that is democratic. After all, the APCD primaries, I can name it now because the court has ruled on it, the did primaries in Anambra state, direct primaries, the number of people that voted as party members are more than what their candidate got in the eventual election. Number one, number two, the court has validly ruled that that was a kangaroo prim- primaries. It was a direct primaries. So what is the use and cry about direct primaries when it is clear that the same way they can manipulate the process in an indirect primaries, they will also do so in the direct primaries. When I even looking at the cost perspective and how I can cope with different parties running the direct primaries and the security impute and all of that. And how that all of that can even turn around at the level of the election when you cannot validate whether a party did direct primaries or not. I, I don't know
2: if I'm making my point. Yeah, please. yeah, sure. yeah. So for
3: me, as the point we have now, ask yourself what do we get because this was the same mode that we took in twenty nineteen and eventually we didn't have any electoral act amendment. Mm. We need to choose what we need to do. Before we know, the president will tell us he's too close to the election.
2: Of course, yeah. I, I mean, that's the same thing that happened in 2019, isn't
3: it? Yes, yeah. that's what happened because we kept playing this game with him. He has said what is wrong with it. Sign it. If we can get the gains of electronic transmission of results, if we can get the gains of at least the, 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 the accreditation modalities that INEC has put in place, being validated finally in the law. Don't forget that the cadre that was never part of our electoral act. It was yeah. just an administrative process of, of INEC, yeah. according to the, the, the Supreme Court. So now that we have a part of it where these things are already and the president is not just, why not just not these this remaining one? We need to ask ourselves, we need to count our seats at this point. These are going to count our seats. And get the wins that we have than throwing away the good games we had. Remember, we had a constitutional amendment because we saw a needy need in it. for just one cause. We threw away everything away. We don't want to make those mistakes anymore. We need an electoral act. We cannot be going into this election with the 2010 Electoral Act. That's what we are still using.
2: I mean, that is 12 years down the line. It shows our country is See, that's in progress still yeah. using. Of course, yeah.
3: So we need to, Mr. President, okay. Back your uh, to compromise the choice of the parties to do whatever they want to do. You have not objected to the rest. Okay, take back your document and make the changes that civil society has picked as errors in that document. And let's make Sign off, talk to us then about we know whether there's a sincerity in his position or not. Any oh. other thing is.
2: Yeah. Well, talk to us about the role of governors uh, because we we read in the news media that uh, the governors are part of the problem, you know, of the president refusing. In fact, uh, the name of the AGF, Abubakar Malami, was mentioned uh, that, I mean, he was the one who came out to give reasons to say uh, the issue of direct primaries and whatnot. I mean, the governors have, I I would say, they are the powers and principalities that have hijacked. Uh, some progress that a country, this country, uh, should have made. Talk to us. How will you want uh, the electorate, especially going into 2023, uh, to choose governors because they control 48 percent of the wealth of this country, while the federal government controls 52 percent? So it, it, it's a simple logic for me. We have created
3: fears, norms, and emperors of our governors, and the, and the fault is with every one of us from the from the uh, fourth state of the realm which the, 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 the uh, you guys represent as journalists, mm. every one of us has contributed to what we have today as the fiefdom and the emperors that the governors have become. Now, the same way we question the federal government, whether in borrowing or whether in uh, the, the, their plans, whether economic plans and all of that, we dare not question our state governors. They are out of assemblies and literally in their pockets, right uh my state is an example uh now why why not why not speaking too specific what the, the thing we must know is that in terms of the the agf I, I i don't envy him i think his job is a very uninteresting job I and mean, an interesting job because he has to advise his president from a legal perspective as the AGF or whatever piece of legislation he's signing so if he has taken a position whether uh funded or funded by a number of people I don't know. What I know is that it is duty bound to advise his president mm. on legislations, which I think he has advised the president. Whether it is genuine or prepared by political is that's a secondary point because we made mention of that as I have to respond to that. Now that is a secondary point. Now but for the governors, the almost remains on us to always ask the simple question of what and how do we think a federation should operate? Who is closer to me and to you? Your Plato state governor is closer to you. My governor in the state, I reside, is closer to me than the president. In short, my local government chairman actually closer to me. I like the way you put it, that the governor's control 48%. Of course. That's, true, but the law says they do not, because the local government have...
2: Yeah, but they they denied. I mean, uh, no, yeah, Kaede I mean, came out to say the constitution doesn't recognize the local government as a federating unit.
3: Yeah, but that's the point. And they keep shouting about the federation unity. Of well, course. That's yeah. the of Now, when when you look at how the president also... Let's this the, uh, the uh, law that will try to mention that the local governments are accountable to themselves and becomes a crime for anybody to do ultra-vide. You saw the way the government fought it. Mm. Now, that's the point I'm saying. Where is the transparency in what some of these governors are doing for instance the, the minister of finance just released a document last week or early this week no last that was last week uh, we actually broke down the 2021 2022 budget right and it's a wonderful document that is rather an insight, coupled with what uh naira metrics and other groups are doing to give us a sense around what the budget is representing implemented or not or implementable or not like the president said now but and many states have their budgets out there? Are we running open government? Can you really question those emperors? No, you cannot. They are laws unto themselves.
2: Well, I, I I don't know why you are calling them emperors. <laughs>
3: yes, uh, the emperors. Uh, I call them emperors. Now, I give you an example: Lagos state governor, some Judelson had an altercation with um CSP. Uh, a CSP. And people expected that. Now, this is the problem. That was why I came back to, you know, I started by saying the problem is me and you, all right? Yeah. And people are saying, if it is one governor in the South, south, I wouldn't mention names. It, if it's one governor in the South, we live here. And I have the question, do you want to build institutions? Do you want to build strong people? Mm. We have been singing that we need institutions that work. Now, the CSP was forcing invalid Supreme Court judgment since 2020, uh, a fairly Supreme Court judgment. That was the thing was enforcing. You don't at that point. Is the governor bigger than the law of the land? He has immunity. doesn't it mean he's bigger than the law of the land. Can you stop the enforcement? If tomorrow the self-governor is removed move from office, I am out of the Supreme Court. Will he say he will not leave the office because he is the governor? I don't know if they're getting my point. But people wanted the legal state governor to be in a shouting match, beat the man up. Where does that decline? A hey, man on duty. Falling delivery. You can talk about finding solution to it. Which the government achieved By de-escalating what was happening. So he did not need to be an emperor on that day. He needed to de-escalate what was happening, stop whatever enforcement, give room for discussion of the next day, which was planned And they have found, as it's a middle ground, why fight We are around the judgment. If I no longer have to enforce them because I have been satisfied, you know, that was by 549 plus and fine mm. are you getting the point i'm trying to say yeah Don't you begin to understand that governments governments are not loyal to themselves that the csc can stand to the now because he's doing the right thing
2: all right well uh we've been having a chat with our comrade Saigbe, uh, via phone. uh we're looking at lots of you know things economy and of course the uh electoral act amendment bill and the last but not least uh governors in nigeria that have really stalled the progress of our great country uh because anything federal government they always rush to abuja to have meetings uh but they fail to administer good governance you know in their state and my guest comrade fosa has described the governors as emperors i choose to call them principalities and powers you know is Nothing is not a spiritual word. It's just their principalities and, and powers, you know, because they are powerful uh, people. 090-9884-8848 or you call 90 Let's take the first call. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Tell us your name okay. and join the conversation, please.
0: Thank you very much. My name is Sadiq Kumar. I'm calling from teacher and TTI.
2: Go ahead, Sadiq.
0: Yes, I will meet your guests. You we have spoken well. And actually, we have a very, very important point, especially the issue of economy. You see, Nigerian government have not been used of the uh, population that we have. Because if we check the population that we have in Africa, we have the highest uh, black population in the world. If the government would use that opportunity and use the population, the, there would be a lot of income. But the, the, the people are using themselves negatively because of there is not government in this Apart from that, coming to the signing of this electoral bill, actually, that one is a very disappointing one, which uh, President Buhari has promised that before he comes to uh, power. But we are very, very disappointed, as we are seeing that he doesn't want to uh, uh, sign it. But the governors, as you can say, they have a role in not uh, signing this... Because the are that uh, will uh, allow the president to sign this is very very clear. Because we have seen that they, they are against it, and they are even happy when the president is against it. So that to say that they are just there to represent their own interests. Every governor wants to be a senator, and that is why we are suffering because they would like to bring somebody that that will, that will inherit them. But if there is this uh, uh, this electoral bill. It's a tendency that the system will change. And I would like to commend the uh, police, uh, especially the Plateau State Police, for this work that they have done to the arrest of the woman that have been killed. That to say that the security are not sleeping. They are at work. This is a very kudos one. Thank you very much. God bless you.
2: Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you uh sadiq well uh comrade first, I, I would like to ask you something you know uh a question i've been thinking about are you still there sir i am i am yeah yeah i was thinking about something i said if uh for, for example if i was born in the year 2002 Uh, This will be my first time to vote. That is, if God lengthens my life until 2023. As a first-time voter, that maybe I'm in the university and I've been plagued with lots of, you know, strike industrial action. And uh, my contemporaries or my age mates uh, out of the country are finishing maybe, say, at 22 or 23 and then i'll have to stay back in university until i'm 25 26 before i finish go for one year nyc and if i come back i don't have you know any guarantee to get a job even i apply for a job i i, I get limit. I, the, uh, what employers will always say that if you are above you know 35 or 30 you are not eligible what priorities, Comrade Ifosa, will you want for me uh, to take and, and not to deviate, not to be distracted by any antics of politicians uh, so that I can vote credible leaders that will serve my own interests?
3: So I, I think that um, the first instrument here is uh, how much are we using technology to our advantage? I just talked about the budget for 2022 And the breakdown been released last week, all right? It's on several platforms. We have looked at YouTube videos and skits and all of that. The National Development Plan was recently released. I'm sure many of us have also done a lot of things. How much are we engaging in understanding what the system is putting in front of us? We're in a season of politics. A lot of people will come with their ideas and what they think they are going to put on the table in front of us. Are we just going to take it on the emotions of the past that uh, older folks have done, right? Or I'm going to really look at them. You know, I was looking at a candidate's manifesto the other day, and I first felt disgusted. This was for someone that really wanted to become the governor of his state in 2023. And he called me and said, please, can you look at this strategy document? I was disgusted. Disgusted because as a local government chairman, I would not even put forward that document. And the first question I ask is, how much do you know your state? What exactly is the problem of your state? What's the epistemological background? No, but that is origins?
2: a that is a very high word. You need to break it down. Epistemological is yeah. is very. Yeah, it well,
3: it's it actually looking at the origin, origin of a thing, okay, whether language or whatsoever. Okay. Because a lot of times, until we understand our origin and understand our biases and who we are. We might have the best ideas, but it will not even rise from the ground. It it also determines how best you sell those wonderful new thoughts that are different from our way of thinking to us. It's why sometimes government have wonderful ideas, good people, Nigeria good people, great nation. It never sells. We never sold, sorry. Because we needed to find a way to sell it to the the people that have come across several aphorisms like this and they have meant nothing to them. Do we need to be reminded that we are good people? Do we need to be reminded that uh, good people can make a great nation? True, we need that. We need a lot of social rearmament, right? A, a, a change of our mindset. Say I see a lot of our young people more interested in how to amount wealth for themselves than the political system, right? So at the end of the day, I think that there's a lot of... Um, I think sit on from their doorstep. I expect that as a generation that is apt with technology, they should use that technology to propose this kind of thing. Of course, being aware also that even the same technologies uh, can be manipulated. Yeah. So I can be reading out fake news and thinking I'm taking a decision. Based on. So they must be adapting whatever their use of technology to understand the history of the candidates in front of them, the real issues and how best,
2: and who best serves their, 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 their purpose. Thank you. More phone call. Hello, and uh, good evening. Hello. Very good evening, Mr. Ponser. Thank you for calling. Tell us your name and join the conversation, please.
0: Thank you for uh, listening to the great comrade Bernard on the
2: line. Please go ahead, sir, comrade Bernard.
0: If you want to come right there, I called the, the, uh, the, the, the governor's health I call the super, or called Super emperor. After him and the Sada, we say, yes, he could. And that is true. But most of us have been shouting ourselves, if we are not passing democracy, if the democracy has been captured by women and capitalists, because that was going to work,
3: why don't we explain the constitution and pass it the local regime? I'm sorry for that, it's a heavy loss. This is my own opinion. Because it's comes to lie. They're telling you the local government has no constitutional body. It's a lie. This is a constitutional issue. But they have tried to rotate everything. Give the central autonomy, financial, they don't want it. Give judiciary autonomy, they don't want it. Gary primaries, they don't want it. So, what is, it, what is, it, what is, it, what is democracy about? If a bringing good democratic
0: institutions and moving forward. If you look at even this,
3: election, I mean, still, I said, uh, well, it uh, is, I think, the handwork of the of, of, of the government, too. So, I don't know what to are the present, let's allow them to take sure over. Mr. Ponta, I have an idea.
2: Oh, thank you. Uh, well, frustration, but that is not a good option. Says, Aramus Amshuddin is saying, I pray that when 2023 comes, we will not make the same mistake again and complain for four years. Uh, you say. John Paul Chakov is saying, with the word man, our economy is biting very harsh. I used to cook beans on gas before, but now no way. On the Electoral Act Amendment bill, I beg PMB to do the needful in order to save our democracy. Come 2023, our voting pattern should be based on candidates' record, not fake promises, uh, the way Nigerians did in 2015. I beg all Nigerians not to accept bad product anymore come 2023 jim de regent is saying the antecedent of the candidate should be one of the uh, parameters to be used in voting credible persons alexander edwin namani is saying it will be a political disaster if nigerians vote for an individual who will be going abroad for medical tourism within four months in office therefore it should be a very strong factor uh you say namani alexander senior saying a did individual not above 60 years of age with sound knowledge in developmental economies is a good is a priority for me nandong bam is saying pmb can write his name in gold with the electoral bill if he signs it into law and the masses one day say once upon a time there was a pragmatic leader who took a bold step and saved the country's democracy and his name was president muhammadu buhari uh, steve Tongpan Zerulong is saying um the priority I shall consider before voting is to vote leaders who have good track records, men who are honest and men of integrity. Most especially, they must be servant leaders, not boss leaders. This is my humble submission. I stand on the side of peace, unity, and justice. Principal Joseph Mialumo is saying, Competent and God-fearing leaders should be our priority in 2023, regardless of their religion and ethnicity. We need technocrats who are creative enough uh, to take us to the promised land. We no longer need old folks with analog mindset to recycling power among themselves. Anybody above 50 years is outdated to rule this country. I challenge my fellow youths to wake up from their slumber uh, before it's too late. Wang Lukman Lucky saying, The sincerity of the matter is that there's so much corruption in the Electoral Act Commission. Democracy by Abraham Lincoln means the government of the people for the people and by the people. But I wonder if this government is really elected by the people. Uh, for Prof. Ishaya Tanko, Vice-Chancellor uni we say, no to the incrementing uh, uh, hostel uh, fees. I, I guess it's an interesting conversation uh, for us to have sometime. Phil Cooker Factors, Jimmy, you say said, we pray for the, uh, the president signs the electoral bill that will determine what the voter can do. The voter should be ready to make a change. We Why can't every day something must add money? Okay, you say Hello and good evening. Good evening. Hello, good evening. Contact. Thank you for calling. Tell us your name and join the conversation please. Yes, uh, my my name is Maxwell from City Launch Hotel. Thank you, Maxwell, for calling. We're listening to you.
3: Sorry, Ponsa. I will not comment on politics because I am so touched and deep concerning what is happening today on the plateau.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, you see, this issue of attack, I am worried that uh, despite the effort of state government in bringing peace in the state, despite the undoing of security agencies, most especially the army, the police, and, all that, and even the violent Some people feel that the bad side of it is what they want. How long can we continue regular making all try? Yes, some people do you not know, want this. In the state. I am so touched by what is happening. Anytime if somebody is being killed, even if it's one, in this case, I am always worried. So one, two, three, and ten. Today life has no value again. People are being killed like chicken. I am not so touched. That is why I say I cannot touch on the. I cannot touch part of politics. Then again, what are you getting me? Go ahead, sir. Please, I, I think I want to draw the attention of people who may know and who are forgotten. They, uh, uh, if you remember the issue of Abdul Mutalab that want to bomb people in plane, almost about two to three hundred people. Yeah. But you could not succeed. The father said he is reporting his issues to police agencies to security agencies. To come and pick him because he didn't understand his son what is it that the father of moses will come and will come and people by saying that he's one I mean, I mean, so thank you
2: thank you well comrade fosa I, I mean your parting words uh if you uh hear the pattern of commenting on facebook people are tired and ashwajibola and have come out to say he's throwing his heart in the ring He's going to contest to be president of this country. What's your thought? I believe that every Nigerian that is of voting age
3: has a right to aspire to any office in Nigeria as long as we meet the conditions spelled out in the constitution. It is also the unalienable right, inalienable right of every one of the voters that are not contesting to also make a choice. One of the things I want to encourage every one of us to do is to be intentional about two things. One, getting a voter's card. You can complain for all you care on social media. If you are not part of the electoral process, either in the party politics part or at the voting stage to actually make a vote count, I like you doing a lot to make that happen, then all the youth And complaints of who you like and who you don't like based on your perception about them will come to naught. So in 2022, it's the year that 2023 will be decided. Nigerians, be intentional about your political participation. It's not enough to love or not love somebody. It's to take the right actions to make sure that your point, your beliefs are enforced. Get the voters card. That will be my best point
2: thank you thank you very much enjoy the rest of your evening thank you very much always uh you're always gracious to speak with us live here uh on the plateau thank you very much
1: my
0: appreciation to you for organizing and thank you to everybody out there
2: thank you thank you yeah well there's the much we take on the show that was our uh, comrade Efosa fosa via phone uh re- really interesting uh, conversation with him there uh so if you're a first time voter you need to get out uh and vote in twenty three get your permanent voter's card or your voter's card well uh, you know i have lost word to say what happened in uh, ancha community just to say that um are encouraging uh the command the commander and of course the g o c 3rd Albert Division General I am Ali uh thank you for all you've done you know the response time was you know quick enough uh this time you know thank you for all you've done and we are solidly behind you and your men you know to bring peace uh and order you know to all restive places uh here in Plateau state sincere condolences to the Uruguay people uh, to the uh brand brand uh Brian Uruguay, Uruguay, uh that is the first class monarch of iruguelan uh uh it's, it's very tough. Well have a good evening stay tuned to the news top of the hour six o'clock by now thank you for listening to JFM podcast, podcast.